You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. And I will tell you this. Almost laid my life on the line for this show this morning. I'm not even kidding. So li- listen listen to this. Did the show yesterday, DiPietro and Rothenberg, which you guys love and we love doing, providing for you. Finished the show 8 o'clock. So I'm up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Didn't sleep a lot all week long. Do the show till 8. Quick change, shower, into the car, meeting in New York City. Downtown New York City. Looking at an hour drive, right? Have the meeting. Back into the car. Drive Holland Tunnel out to Lehigh. Lehigh, Pennsylvania. Two-plus hour drive. Alex has a lacrosse weekend there. Everyone else is staying for, like I mentioned, the weekend. But I can't because I have a show this morning. So I take in two games, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock. They win both. And then there's a little team get-together. Go to that. Drop Sherry, Ben, Alex off at their hotel. And now it's, I don't know, 7.15, 7.30, into the car, start my journey home. Driving along, start to get a little sleepy, start to get a little tired. Have that moment of, like, nodding off. Wait, I got it. Uh, I'm back, I'm back. Open the windows, getting tired. Do I pull over to rest area? Here's what I'll do. I'll make a phone call, keep myself engaged. That'll bring me home. That brings me home. Good night's sleep. Raring and ready to go with you this morning. But it was dicey there for a few minutes last night. Very tired. All right. What are we going to do today? Obviously, Donovan Mitchell is a big topic of conversation. We will certainly get there. Obviously, the Mets, big topic of conversation. Uh, what are they going to do at the deadline? Obviously, we will get there. But I, I think, and, and I have to be honest with you, And I think in retrospect, Ty would admit that what he's done is a terrible thing. And, of course, we'll we'll bring Ty on in just a moment. Right? 9-15, we bring in Ty. We get his his takes on sports and all that good stuff. Last Sunday, he mocked the Red Sox. I mean, our starting pitching, it's not even even good. And we're still going to wind up winning this series. He mocked them. He touched the money. And since then, the Yankees have been awful. Nothing Short of awful. They lose Saturday to the Red Sox. They blow a game Sunday to the Red Sox. They lose Tuesday to the the Reds. They barely win Wednesday against the Reds. They lose Thursday to the Reds. They lose Friday to the Red Sox. And now you get Jamison Tyone on the mound tonight. The Yankees right now, and you knew this would happen. The Yankees right now are struggling. This 61-22 and 22 team, that's, that's not what the Yankees are. Let, let's be honest, okay, for a second now. We can be honest. We've known each other for a long, long time. Let's be honest. There was a lot of concern with the Yankees to start the season. This, they're the same Yankees. They've done nothing to improve. They bring in Josh Donaldson. For, for what purpose? And you know what? You're probably right with that. Josh Donaldson, what was he, like 230 now? Good defensive player, but that's not what you wanted. And then what did they do to improve this team? And we were wrong. Like, this, uh, Kiner Falefa, for whatever reason, somehow, if Judge carrying it, the starting pitching, whatever it was, we were wrong. 
they were far better than any of us anticipated. Far better. Right? And they roll, and all of a sudden we, we're laughing at, oh, I mean, come on, guys. Look at the Yankees. They're, they're, they're 60 and 20 and 65. I mean, look, look at this team right now. They can't lose. And then you have the people on the other side. Well, they haven't played anybody, which was such a dumb take. They, they played everybody. They beat Toronto. They beat Tampa. Right? They struggled a little with Houston. Houston, very good team. But for the most part, they beat everybody that got in their way. And we laughed. They, oh, they, is, this, is this team the best team in the history of baseball? Uh, that's what we are, right? Not, not, not just you. That's what, that's what we are as a society, prisoners of the moment. If a team is great, they're the greatest ever. If a team stinks, they're the worst we've ever seen. We're, we're so high and so low on every win or every loss and everything. You know, We, we take everybody to task immediately. It's social media. It's the way things move. It's the news cycle. It's all of it, right? Something happens. There has to be either immediate gratification or immediate destruction. So the Yankees are the, the best. They, they go from a team, and I remember, first week of the season, same, same Yankees. They're no better. They're the same team. We're, we're going we're gonna to get in. We won't win the division. We'll get in, and we'll bow out, and that'll be it. It'll be the same thing. And then, and you did this. And don't point the fingers at anyone specifically, but you did this. Then they can't lose. And they win 8 out of 9, and then 12 out of 14, and then, you know, another stretch of, of, of 9 in a row. It just they, they can't lose. And now they become the greatest team you've ever seen. Will they, will they win 120 games? Will they break the all-time record? Is this the greatest team? We sat here, and I thought it was laughable, and said, is this the best team we've ever seen? No, this is not the best team we've ever seen. And now... Since a week ago today, when they were the best, I mean, the best team we've ever seen in our lives, the Yankees have been terrible. And it's the first time this year that they've been bad. But again, and you've heard it forever, it's a long baseball season. Now, they're still 62-28, and 28, which is remarkable, and still have a three-game advantage over Houston for best record in the American League. And you look in the National League, and you get the Dodgers, who have 30 losses. So as great as the Yankees have been, there's two teams that are they're right there with them. So they were, there's a major problem to this team is the greatest we've ever seen. And then two losses to the Red Sox. Severino is now hurt. Two losses to the Reds. Another loss to the Red Sox. Clay Holmes shows he's mortal. I don't think anybody loves Araldis Chapman. I, I, I think we're all in agreement. I, I can't, and I actually at this point feel sad about it. I can't watch Joey Gallo anymore. I, I, I can't. It's pathetic. And I mean that like as a genuine human being. I feel badly for him. It's, it's, it's awful. He's hitting 160. I, I'm listening to the game last night. And I was so cool, so technologically advanced. Boom, right on Amazon Prime. A little, little hit of the button, boom, watching it live on Amazon Prime. And Kay says he's, and it got worse, but four for his last 54? That's, that's point, like, like point oh seven. He's hitting 160 on the season. I almost, uh, like, just let it, let him go. Like, someone, someone has to want him. So, so, like, like, a, like a Pirates? 
like a team that's you know almost irrelevant where he can go and hit his his 220 and and find a way to at least you know hit 32 home runs like Clint New York the pressure I, I don't know what it is about it but clearly I think it's fair to say it's not working and it's sad at this point to watch a guy I mean can you imagine this you do your job and when you don't do your job properly the entire world sees it take place. The entire world sees it take place and comments on every single moment. Baseball really is a very unforgiving game. You know, every other sport, it, it, even though baseball is a team game, when you go into that batter's box, that's not a team game. This isn't Aaron Judge or Anthony Rizzo or, or, or Carlos Beltran or anybody can do to help Joey Gallo. You're, you're absolutely on an island. And watching him now, like I said, it just, you know, I don't like the Yankees. I root against them. But I, I don't, th- this is sad because he seems like he's a good guy. And nobody wants to watch this. So it's just, it's pathetic to watch. It really is. It's sad. So you have that. And then you have the week that's been. And now you have Tyone who's been bad. And Cortez was good the other night, but has shown signs of maybe things are slowing down a little bit. So, you know, this is the best team we've ever seen. This pitching staff is unbelievable. The bullpen, which I still think is very, very good, is the greatest thing we've ever seen to, uh-oh, 62 and 28. You've won one game since last Friday after you won the game in Boston. You've won one game in the last week plus. And now you have Tyone on the mound tonight. Hmm. I don't think you feel great. I think you should feel, I, I don't think you should have felt awful to start the season. I don't think you should have felt as great and on cloud nine in the midst of the season. And I don't think you should feel awful right now. I think what you need to do as a fan of the Yankees or even someone that just pays close attention to the game is keep everything in that box. Keep everything in perspective, right? The highs and the lows. This is a good team. They're going to make trades at the deadline. They'll probably add another starter. I mean, for I mean, you saw him the other night. Can you, can you make a move for Luis Castillo? I mean, he's a, he's a stud starter. He's under control. He's a young pitcher. I don't think that the moment of New York would be too much for him. What's not to like about that? And well, I don't, I don't want to trade, you know, uh, uh, Floreal. I don't. I'm not. Uh, can we please? Do you want to win a World Series this year or not? You probably could use a left fielder, and you certainly need a starter. So we're going to play the game of I don't, I don't want to trade pieces. Well, then, ha- okay. So don't trade pieces. So just let's kick the can down the curb a little bit more. And another tough, I mean, that's a tough loss last night. You have bases loaded, nobody out. Push one run across and you win the game. Double play and then a ground out. And then, and then you have a chance to win it in the 10th with the, the winning run on second and nobody out, of course. And you can't get that across. And then the winning run scores on a wild pitch and you can't score again. So it's a tough loss from the Yankees last night. And I'm sure the Yankee fans wake up as we're here on July 16th. See, here's the thing. If I would have told you on July 16th in April, you'd be 62-28 and 28 and have a 12-game lead over Tampa, 14-and-a-half over Boston, 14-and-a-half over Toronto, and 17 over Baltimore, you know what you'd say? We only lead Baltimore by 17 at 62-28. and 28. But really, 62-28, and 28, you would have signed for that, I mean, in a nanosecond. But the last week has been rough, and maybe it's a blessing. Maybe you see where the flaws lie, and by August 2nd, Cashman goes out and attempts to remedy those flaws because you need need another starter. 
and you can't continue to trot out for him and for you, Joey Gallo, onto the field. You, you can't. He's just not capable. And, as, and, and here's the thing. As great as he's been, and he, you know, Buster only said yesterday, he's not your MVP, which is a, a, a debate for a different day. But as great as he's been, Aaron Judge has not been great lately. And you see what's happened. So pitching, not great at the moment. And Aaron Judge has hit the skids a little bit. And all of a sudden, the Yankees, who best team in the history of baseball, are sitting here having one win in the last week. Will they be fine? They'll be fine. Are they clearly head and shoulders the best team right now? I think the answer to that is unequivocally no. The Yankees are very good, as is Houston, as are the Dodgers, as will the Mets be, I imagine, when the trade deadline passes. So the Yankees are in a fight to win the whole thing. 1-800-919-3776. Mets rained out yesterday. We get two Mets games today. I got to tell you. As a Mets fan, you're driving along on this Saturday morning. Tell me it wouldn't be glorious, glorious to slam the door on Marcus Stroman in this game. I mean, how good would that be? Put up six runs in four and a third and and get him out of the game. You didn't want to be here. You wanted to go there. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Enjoy the irrelevance of Chicago. You had a lot to say. So get out of town and go enjoy the Windy City and their rebuild, Marcus. 1-800-919-3776. 1-800-919-3776. So the Mets have Walker and Scherzer on the mound today for the two games. 1-800-919-3776. I mean, it's all the trimmings. You know what we do today. We got Stump Rothenberg at 1030. We'll do a lot of talk about Donovan Mitchell. I love, now all of a sudden there's the, you can't trade all those picks for Donovan Mitchell. He doesn't play defense. His field goal percentage is not what you'd want it to be. I don't know. Danny Ainge, he finds a way. So now you can't do it. So you acquire all the picks to be able to get a guy like Donovan Mitchell. And now you're on the precipice of getting the guy like Donovan Mitchell. And now nobody wants to go ahead and get Donovan Mitchell. Please explain. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. As we do every Saturday morning. At this very time, we bring in the, I mean, just just the, really the sensation that is the producer who is, in fact, Ty D. Butler. Good morning, Ty. How are you? David, I'm, I'm doing very well. And I, I must commend you first for fighting through the trauma that is almost losing your life yesterday. That was almost it. Now, let me ask you this. You get a call. Rothenberg is dead. Can you host tomorrow morning at 9? <laughs> oh, my God. That's are are you, are you, point. like, is there a little, a, a moment of, uh, you know, calling out to the wife, guess what I'm hosting tomorrow at 9? Or is it the immediate of, uh-oh, no, I, gone. I think that the lead story is that you died, and I, I'd be a little concerned with, because I'm assuming it's Ryan who calls me uh, and says it like that. I'm a little concerned that he's so straightforward and to the point. You know, one of our beloved family members just died, and, and you're just kind of throwing that away with, can you host tomorrow? So I'd, I'd be a little concerned about that. Well, but, Ryan, listen, Ryan has a job at hand. He has to make sure that the station continues along. No, I get it, but, I mean, show a little remorse, you know? Well, I think Ryan would be crushed. I think Ryan, I think Ryan would be gutted. But he, he adores me. Listen, um, the reason why, and just to you know, peel back the curtain, the reason why you didn't stay where you were yesterday was because you had a show to do. Correct. So I guess technically we can phrase this as you are—you literally put your life on the line for the, for the betterment of the show. That's right. And I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, that should be appreciated. Beautiful open. 
Thank you. Um, I felt that way as well. That I don't always great. feel like that. I felt like this was a very solid open. I, and you teased a little bit of this. I know we're starting Yankees. I, I'm so excited uh, for you to talk to the Nick fans today who are just beyond themselves. Uh, we're going to find all these flaws with Donovan Mitchell. As oh, if, now we are. <laughs> as if Before he's available, they don't want any they, – they would they would give up a kidney for Donovan Mitchell. Now that, that it looks like it could happen, but he but he doesn't play defense. Oh, my God. I, it, it's just uh, – he's not, he's, not, he's not a big guy, so you're not going to – you know, what are you going to do when he gets I saw a guy in, me the, in the low blocks? Tweet at me. Well, all you're going to do is guarantee that 50 wins is your ceiling. I'm just like, dude. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, dear. <laughs> I'm like, are, you the Sp- are you a Spurs fan? 50 wins being your ceiling? That's a bad thing. You've won yeah. 50 games, what, once in the last what, 23 the la- years? The, I, I, you know what? I tell you what, Ty. The last thing I want to do is win 50 games. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was just a, a terrible tweet. But um, So, Yankees, Dave, I, I got to ask you a question. Yes. That you do realize. Can you be honest for a moment now? If you could go back to last Saturday and not put out those two stupid tweets you put out, would you would you just go back and say I'm not doing that? No, I felt oh, come good on. About it. I felt good about it. You got you got to have conviction. And you tweet- mocked the Red Sox. You said even though our starting pitching is not good, we're going to win three or four. Should have been a sweep. <laughs> Should have been a sweep. Three or four out the window. You, you, you're dancing on their grave, and all of a sudden, yeah. they've now beat you three times in a row. And, and you by, lost two or three to the Reds. And by the way, so the Reds, I don't know if you saw this, the Red Sox actually should be on a, an 11-game w- losing streak because they've won three of their last 11 games. All three have come against the Yankees. One was a walk-off. Yankees had a lead. Uh, 6-2 was Sunday, the one I tweeted about. And then yesterday, the Yankees had bases loaded in back-to-back oh innings. God. No outs, one out, and then they beat them again. So maybe I'm the issue. Maybe I'm the problem. The tweet gonna set this off. Well, you know what? You're 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 playing with the gods. You can't play with the sports gods. I don't believe in that. Winthrop though. did the same thing. The but, Rangers led the series two nothing, and they led game three two nothing. And he texted a broom. Yeah, to I the mean, group chat. The Rangers that they, they, they almost didn't score another goal the rest of the way. But see, that's different because that's a playoff series against a team that literally has won what ten playoff series in a row. The back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. That's different. That you can't compare that to what I did with the Yankees. By the way, we're only a week removed. We have a bet, you, Jake, and myself, that if the Yankees lose this division, we got to go on like Instagram Live and shave our heads bald. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think you're pretty safe. You have a twelve game, a twelve game. I know, lead right but now since Tampa. then they've had they've literally had their worst stretch of the season, five of six. They've lost. I don't I don't think you'd be the big loser there. I think that would be Jake. Yeah, I, I think I can get away with. I think you game. can pull off shaving your head. I think I think it would be very bad because I'm, I'm much more attractive than Jake. But I think I think you're better looking at start, and I think that you could pull off um, being bald more than him. You I know, was, I think. Uh, how about this? I think like who you'd look like if we we shaved your head. Who's that? The guy from Scrubs. Who are we talking here? I Don- name. Um, it's Donald Faison. Is that his name? Donald Faison. Yeah. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. You think? Uh, I can see it a little bit. A little bit? What TV show was he on? Scrubs, I just said. No, but there was another TV show. He was show in the movie Clueless also with Alicia Silverstone. Yes, but there was a TV show I used to watch. All right. Oh, he was also in Remember the Titans, I believe. But yeah, I, I, I can see that. Uh, Ch- right, so, are you so, familiar with Chingy? No. The rapper? People no. say I look like him. Chingy, yeah, I know you're a big rap fan, big huge rap fan, but I'm not. I don't know Chingy. Big uh, hip hop guy you are, but I, so I panic- are, you, are you at all? Are you at all upset? It's concerned, hard, or is this just? It's hard to because <laughs> Thursday night I'm watching the game, so I was actually at the game Tuesday. Oh, so did you stay the whole way? 
Tuesday, yeah, I was there when they blew that Clay Holmes. I you mean, stayed the whole way through. The whole Be way honest through. with and me. I, I promise you, I, okay. I was in a suite sitting there with my dad celebrating his birthday. Stayed the entire way through. Wait, I, you were you were in a suite? I was. You got some life, huh? Listen, <laughs> I'm not Dave Rothenberg, but I mean, real. Dude, you I were in a suite connection. with your dad celebrating. Oh, this is adorable. Yeah, says the guy living in a, a palatial estate. I'm not going to give away where you live, but I've been there and it's uh, pretty nice. Anyway, so I was at that game. A little concerning, but then Thursday night I'm listening to to Kay and, and O'Neill uh, stumble into a conversation about the Yankees' magic number being 61, and then it just <laughs> dawned on me that I'm living pretty well. It's July 14th. We're, we're talking ta- magic we're, numbers. We're talking magic numbers, and I would any fan would kill to be in a situation where their home broadcast could mention a magic number on July 14th. So I don't, I'm living I don't a pretty like that good at all, life. by the way. I, no, I'm I'm great with I it. Don't, I'm not getting into magic numbers in July. It just showed you how great the team is. I loved it. Uh, it let, made let me, me ask, feel let good. Let me ask you this. Just for record, all, all to the side. Is this a great team? I think this is a great team. They yeah, have so I don't flow. think so. They have... How do you get to six? What are they? Sixty-two and twenty-eight. Yeah, I, I think they're a very. I think they're a very good team. But come on, I, Dave. I, like so. Like what? If this the, was a great, so okay, so a great team in your mind, then if you're a great team, you are the prohibitive favorite to win the whole thing, right? Uh, which they are. Go no, to Vegas, no, no, look at the no, odds. No, they're not, and, uh, they, and nor should they be. I mean, look at the odds. Vegas is telling you they're the favorites to win the whole thing. So, if, so if the Yankees aren't a great team, then that means baseball doesn't have any great teams. Uh okay. I think there are a bunch of very good teams who are at the top. But so there's I would not, so there's no I would not great sit here and say the Yankees are head and shoulders. Listen, we had Buster Olney on the show yesterday, right? Yep. And I said to him, "Who's better, Yankees and Astros?" And without hesitation, what was his answer? He said the Astros. But part w- of that, without without even thinking about okay, it. Okay, part of that is head to head. I believe what the the Astros are four, up four three in the season series against the Yankees. Another part of that is you trust them more in October because we've literally seen them get to the World Series three times in the last four or five years, one at once. But if you're telling me that the Yankees are not a great team and it's only because you think the Astros are better, it means that you only think there's one great team in baseball right now. Which... I don't think there's any great teams in baseball right now. So a, there gra- are... a, great, a great team in my mind would be we sit here today and there's no doubt, zero doubt, that the Yankees will win the World Series. But when has that ever happened? Recently. The Braves won the World Series last year. How were they at the deadline? Well, I don't think they were a great team. Yeah, the Nationals a couple of years ago, were they a great team? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they were a great team either. Okay, so so if you don't think there are any great teams, then why should a Yankee fan be concerned today? Because it, it means it's well, wide open. I don't open. think you should be overly concerned okay, today. Okay, so then we're good then. If there are no great well, you're, teams, you're not, but, there's but no, no, no one no. to really no, overcome. No, 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 no. I, I don't think the Yankees are great either. But they're in that. They're in, they're in the category of they have a real chance to win the whole thing. Okay, and they don't have a great team to overcome. Which means that if you're a fan today, despite losers of five of six, you're, you're 62 and 28, best record in baseball, best run differential, best record within division. You, you, you employ six all stars. There is no great team to overcome. Why are you worried? I'm not worried. I'm just saying that the Yankees are not great, and I don't, I don't look at this team right now and say, oh, that, that's, that team's winning the World Series. That's fine. They, they have flaws, and I, I think. Uh, it's a very top-heavy league. Like you mentioned, the the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers. Yeah, I think the Yankees are one of five-ish teams that have have a legitimate chance to win the whole thing. And if you were a Yankee fan, I love that you just said that because 
the open was um, you encapsulated how we felt coming into the season. If at the conclusion of spring training, we said you would be one of five teams at the All-Star break that Dave thinks could legitimately win the title, if you're a Yankee fan, would you take that? Absolutely. All right. Well, there you have it. 1-800-919-3776. So let's get into it, Yankees fans. It is Realistically, is this a great team? I say no. I think Ty, Ty just yes or no. Is this a great team? Yes. Okay. Ty says great team. I said not a great team. We'll start there. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. You know, I'm looking at the Yankees' uh, post-All-Star break schedule. They have a doubleheader against the Astros on Thursday. So it's Home Run Derby Monday. You can hear that right here on 98.7 ESPN. Then Tuesday is the All-Star game. Six Yankees going. You can hear that right here on 98.7 ESPN. Day off Wednesday, Thursday, 1 o'clock in Houston, 640 in Houston. Oof, those are two big games, huh? Then you go to Baltimore for three, which is no longer just, you know, laughable. And then you're at the Mets for two. So that first week of the Yankees returning from the All-Star break will, again, they're not going to lose a divisional lead, but these are big games. You want to get the one seed. You don't want to have what people were saying was a historically great season and wind up with the second best record in the league. And then it gets easier. Then the Royals come in for four, which should be a, a somewhat of a cakewalk. And then the Mariners come in. And, and although the Mariners, I think, think they've won, like, what, 11 in a row? Something like that. Um, the Yankees traditionally have their way with uh, – with Seattle. And then you're into August already. And then, you know, you can see the end of the season. 1-800-919-3776. All right, let's, um, let's slowly morph into a little conversation about Donovan Mitchell. I do think I have a read. Let me open this read. Oh, and we have a giveaway here. This is it's so exciting, this station. Uh, all right, here we go. Keith Urban is coming to PNC Bank Art Center on Friday, July 29th. Be caller number. You know what, Ty? Because I like you and because I want to make things easy for you, Caller number two right now. Wow. 888-987-ESPN to score a pair of tickets. All from Live Nation. Tickets on sale right now at LiveNation.com. That's only for you. With RJ, we'll usually give him a number in the, in the double digits at least. For you, caller number two, and you get Keith Urban tickets at PNC Bank Arts Center. All right. Let's switch our attention to Donovan Mitchell. I'm confused, and maybe you can help me. Get past my confusion. So you need a, a great player, right? You, you need, and, and we're desperate. We need Dame Lillard. Uh, would you trade everything for Dame Lillard? Well, here's the thing. Dame Lillard is in his 30s. I don't want Dame Lillard. I want a guy, I want a guy in his 20s is what I want. I need a guy who's got the better part of his career coming up, not in the rearview mirror. So that's what I need. All right, well, who, who, who are you looking at? I mean, you know who would be great? Donovan Mitchell, but that's a pipe dream. You missed on him. He's happy in Utah. He doesn't want to leave. Uh, no, you know, that's not going to happen. So you're not going to get Donovan Mitchell. And then there is a falling out with Rudy Gobert. And they trade Gobert. And Quinn Snyder leaves. And now you hear that they just might go ahead and trade Donovan Mitchell. Oh, well, look at the Knicks. They have 11 first-round picks in, like, the next eight years or something. They have all the capital to go ahead and land someone like Donovan Mitchell. And what's that you say? They might like Quentin Grimes or Miles McBride or Obi Toppin or Emmanuel Quickly. Hmm. Huh. 
Really? So I have the potential of landing a top 20 player in the world and I can do it all without trading any of my real, true future components? Really? And now all of a sudden, there's this backlash of, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I can't. He's he's undersized. You know what? What kind of a backcourt defensively while I have with Brunson and Donovan Mitchell because they don't play defense. And the pressure on him in New York is it'll be too much. He's from here. His dad and the big one. His dad works for the Mets. Okay. Fine. And you know what? His field goal percentage is, is not what you would hope it would be. People. He's 25 years old. He's from New York. He gets New York. New York's not going to be too big for him. And I said yesterday on the show, DiPietro and Rothenberg every weekday morning from 5 to 8. I said, if you're thinking you're getting a super, superstar in Donovan Mitchell, you're mistaken. He is not at he is not at that level. He's not LeBron. He's not Giannis. He's not. But is he a, I mean, he's a terrific player. And immediately, I've heard, well, you know what? He doesn't... He doesn't make you an Eastern Conference Finals team right now. Maybe he doesn't. You know what? Boston's terrific, and Miami is good, and Milwaukee. You're right. There are teams out there that are probably still better than the Knicks. And Ty mentioned earlier, he gets a tweet from someone. You know what? The best they could possibly do is 50 wins if they acquire Donovan Mitchell. I mean, guys, it's like we've been homeless and someone's saying, I have a beautiful two-bedroom apartment on 83rd Street to give you. It's like, well, that's not Park Avenue. I get it. I get it. He's not a superstar. He's a terrific player. And now all of a sudden, you want him, you want him, you want him, until you actually have a chance to get him. And now I can't trade, I can't trade four ones. I mean, have you looked at the Knicks draft history? Even like like Jeff Van Gundy is opposed to this trade. I don't understand why. What do you, what do we want to be? I mean, I think you're better with Jalen Brunson. I do. I think that you have R.J. Barrett who will continue to get better. Julius Randle. I mean, that he. I don't really understand what's going on with Julius Randle and if he's going to be better or, or just continue to be what he's been, which is kind of a frustrated, grumpy player with the Knicks recently. But I think this is a team that's. That, that certainly will be, at, at worst, is a uh, a play-in team. At best, could they be Could they be the sixth? Maybe, if things go well. But you know what? If you trade for Donovan Mitchell, you get a, a, a really, really, really good player for a really long time. And then what's to say that other guys don't want to come here? You know what a, a big thing I've heard of this week? Well, if you get Donovan Mitchell... Is he the best player on a championship team? Who's No, I never said that. Nobody's ever said that. No, he's not the best player on a championship team. But you know what he is? He might be the best player on a team that can win 50-plus games. And look what he did in Utah. You tell me right now. I mean, it's amazing to me. You haven't won a playoff series in forever. You've been the laughingstock and irrelevant in basketball for, for almost 30 years. And now... When a guy like this becomes available, you don't want it because this doesn't make you an instant championship contender? What are we trying to do? I'm so confused. 1-800-919-3776. Rodney, 
in Bethlehem. Good morning, Rodney. You're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, Dave. Uh, I was I was moved, but I, I just got to tell you a story, a, a quick thing, mm-hmm. uh, just to run a little backstory for it. You and I are around both the same age. Um, I'm gonna, Rodney, and- you want to hear something terribly scary? I mean, horribly scary. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fifty in March. Oh uh, well, I'm a little bit younger than you. A couple 50. of years. Um, but just to go into it, a little backstory. On January twentieth, uh, I lost my mother due to COVID. I'm sorry. And uh, I remember when you lost your father, and my yeah. condolences for that. Um, but I remember when I heard the news of that, and I had to. Be on the. I, I had to listen to your next radio show, which I don't believe you were even off that long of time. I believe you I did a show I immediately. Take, I actually didn't take a day off because remember, okay. it was COVID. And, and I remember I had to be there for you to listen to that show. Okay. And I don't know. I didn't know why until my mother passed away from COVID on January 20th on the early mornings. And a teary eyed guy in a hospital parking lot turned on DiPietro and Rothenberg. And while listening to DHIF and observations, you guys brought a smile. So I just wanted to, to let you know what you do for people transcends pretty much, you know, just beyond sports. You take people away uh, during real hard life, times right? yeah. and realize you and take it means, care of that. It really means the world and to me. And, you know, you, I heard you, that a lot during the pandemic, Rodney. I always think what we do is. I mean, I love it. It's fun. I think it's entertaining, but it almost feels like, you know, there are people that are really doing important things like doctors and and first responders and all that. But you hear so many people that have told me over the pandemic and like you are, Rodney, about how what we do really, really matters and entertains those people. And I'm thrilled that we can be a small part of that. Mm -hmm. And and my last point would be uh, I want to thank you for that. And my last point would be on the Knicks. Remember when on Seinfeld when Kramer goes in for the coffee company and uh, he's going for the deal? We'll give you lifetime coffee and he, t- and he for takes free. It and he takes yeah. it. I'll take if it. Leon Rose. If Leon Rose, all these deals that I see, I don't see R.J. Barrett. Don't listen to the deals that they say that Mitchell Robinson's in because he just signed a contract. They're not trading him. There's also provisions for them not to trade him. So. With that said, if all of these deals that I'm seeing and Leon Rose did not shake hands and leave, he's got to go because, like, that's that's the deal. You do it. You leave. You don't leave without it. If that's the deals, the, the plays that you see, four, four and he ones, did not say McBride, yes. Toppin, yes. Fournier, yes. done. Yes. Like Kramer said, done. and Rodney, thanks but for yes. the call. Thanks for the kind words. It really does mean a lot. I'll take it, and I'm done. I'm done. I don't I, I really, for the life of me, that's how you love the NBA, right? I do. Like you, you love it. I, I think it's fair to say you love it more than I do. You love the NBA. Yes. I love the Knicks. I like the NBA. You love the NBA. I do. Okay. So I respect your opinion. Thank you. Appreciate that. What, 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 are, what, are, we, what are we doing here? I don't understand. And, uh, you know, I think that sometimes when you, when you are in an unhealthy relationship for so long, it fractures your way of viewing things. 
so Nick fans right now, like it's it's been a disaster for the better part of twenty twenty years since you went even, to the finals. You can even say more now. I mean, we're well, you went to the years now. you went to the finals in ninety nine. Ninety nine, right? You had the fifty four win season in twenty twelve. Uh, yeah, but the fifty four win season it was it was it was. Yeah. I mean, look, one and done. You were really good. Done. You won a playoff round, and that was it. Uh, two years ago, you had the four seed, so and you didn't you didn't so win. You don't know. You don't really know how to operate in this space. So I I want to understand, but. At the same time, it's like you keep waiting for the perfect superstar. You got to realize the Bucks aren't trading Giannis. The the Nuggets aren't trading Jokic. The the Mavs are not going to trade Luka. The Warriors aren't trading Steph. So you continue to go down the list of these guys who are unattainable. You get to Donovan Mitchell. Do you want to give up six first rounders? No, I think the negotiating tactic part of it is where Ainge is going to throw out. A, you know, he's going to want six, but I think you can get that down to maybe four. Of course, you'd want a guy like this. He'd immediately be the best player you've had since Melo, and we're talking what ten and he's years 25. ago. Twenty-five, and he's twenty-five. I mean, the under best contract. years for this guy are ahead of him. He's been on. He's an All NBA team representative. He's a multi-time All Star. He's one of the be- seventeen best players in the league. Yeah, because I keep you know lists very specific like that. Yeah, it sounds like you really do. He's, I have him as one of the top uh, eighteen. Yeah, he's, he's like top seventeen. I've been saying top twenty. All right, so you're going to go top seventeen. Should I mean, we? Should we make? We, you know, we could make an on air list. Let's do it. You want to make an on air list? Yeah, we can do it. Now, but what are we? What are we taking into account here? A, is age an issue? Like, if you told me right now I could get Just Dane next or season. Donovan Mitchell, I'd rather have Mitchell because of age. No, but I this- think Lillard is better. But just entering next season, and you're entering crazy. Next season you, and age is a non-issue. If you're crazy, if just you take Dame over Donovan. But I, I think you're talking long, long term. But even well, that, still, I'm talking long term. Yeah, you're still crazy. But anyway, we, just entering next season. Entering you, you, next season. You want you want to make a list? We can do it, but we got to take a break first. Well, no, I know that I mean, we're not animals. But yeah, that could be fun. That could be fun. But to answer your question, yeah, Nick fans right now out of their mind. If you don't want this guy, like, don't give me. I want to hold on to Obi Toppin and Quentin. Oh, I Grimes. can't imagine. I couldn't envision trading Obi Toppin <laughs> and once. Emmanuel. Quir- We're talking about a bunch of bench players who you could replace. This is Donovan Mitchell, a multi-time All Star. Is he flawed? Sure. Efficiency questions, defensive issues. I get it. But this would immediately be the best player you've had in a decade. He makes you relevant. You're a much better team. You got to do it. You, you absolutely have to do it. Now, when we make our list, what are we looking at um, Kawhi Leonard? Are we are we saying healthy Kawhi Leonard yes. going to play? Or, we are. Because it's so funny. I saw this report two months ago. He's expected to be ready and healthy for the start of, of summer camp or, you know, summer camp. Right. He missed the entirety of last season. Why wouldn't he be ready for summer camp? That that's just so bizarre to me. But yes, Kawhi, we're we're well, thanks for that story. We're that, really, that was terrific. No, but I'm just saying no, like, that was a good cra- story. It's I appreciate crazy. it. All right, can we break now? Yeah. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He's pompous. Listen, shut up, and I'll tell you the story. He's arrogant. Do you think there's a lot of things out there that I wouldn't be good at? And sometimes he's downright mean. I know you know what that's like, to be that uncomfortable, pimply-faced, not very popular kid. (laughs) But now it's your chance to prove him wrong. It's dumb. Call 800-919-3776 with your question, and let's stump Dave Rothenberg. We'll see if you can. Many have tried. Most have failed. Stump Rothenberg on 9870 ESPN brought to you by Cooper Tire. Ty, where are we on the yearly standings? Oh, man. You've been pretty impressive. 
I will say that. Your record overall right now is 263. Mm-hmm. And wait for it, 50. Whew. Pretty, pretty lovely, isn't it? That's not bad. 263 and 50. It's not bad. All right. That's a lot of pressure. I'm there's, nervous. There's I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous. You're not, you're not kidding. There's a ton I'm nervous of today. Pressure. You're nervous? Why? You don't think we're going to put a good performance on the table today? No, I just don't know that you're going to love the library. Oh, really? Yeah, like we're spinning some hits that might you know, might not be These are in not your wheelhouse. Great hits. No, they're great hits in my opinion. So you, but, I know you have your five-pack at the end. Now, Jake is not with us because you, you, I'm sure you probably figured that out because otherwise half the show would be Jake. Just, just talking. On on. Yeah, Asking talking him a yes or no question, and he just can't stop. You no, know, he, he loves to hear himself talk. I mean, he really has verbal diarrhea. <laughs> but but Tom is with us. Now, Tom, are you going to play Stump Rothenberg today, or are you just going to sit back and, and run the board and witness? Dave, good morning. I will play Stump Rothenberg today. Okay, terrific. You I see how you say good morning? Because he just felt like you were rude and didn't address him properly. How was I rude? Tom, did you think I was rude? No, not in the slightest. No. Just the, the good morning sounded very sarcastic. Like, oh, good I, morning to no, you I too. Just, I just haven't wished Dave a good morning yet, so yeah. I felt that was my obligation to do so. Yeah, you know what, Ty, stay out of our friendship. All right, here we go. <laughs> 1-800-919-3776. Casey, North Carolina. Casey, lead us off. You're on Stump Rothenberg. All right, it's an NCAA tournament question. All right. So there's been nine triple doubles in the NCAA tournament. Who has the most? Well, Pete Maravich never went to the tournament. Um, Kyle Collinsworth did it for BYU recently, but there's no way he has more than one, I wouldn't think. And to help you, the answer is only two. I don't know that I know it. Um, Shaq. Um, what is that? It's got to be with Jason Kidd. Two years. Andre Miller, I know, had one for 98 Utah. John Murray, uh, John Morant for Murray State. I'll Um, give you a hint. It doesn't feel like this guy should hold the record. Something feels wrong about him having the record. Feels wrong about this guy holding the record. Could be magic, but you wouldn't say it would feel wrong. And you never want to give me hints. Um, is it a good question? At least <laughs> it's a good. It's a good question. I'm thinking John Morant. Final answer? No. Or Draymond Green. Final answer? No. I know Andre Miller had one in the Elite Eight when they killed Arizona, which surprised me. That's what I'm down to. I'm down to Andre Miller. Well, how about Dwayne Wade? I know he had one against Kentucky that destroyed Kentucky, went to the Final Four. I don't think he had another. All right, my, my trio of selections is either Morant, 
who I know had one. Draymond Green, who I know had at least one. And Andre Miller. I don't think it's Shaq and Um, Ty, did you know it? Uh, I did not know it. You did not know it. All right. That, which, is, which is why I said it feels I, I'll wrong. feel at least somewhat okay if I get if I'm right in my trio. I'm going to guess Draymond Green with not a ton of confidence. You are final, right. Final answer. That's correct. You're right. I'm, I mean. Yeah. Oh! Absolute walking and genius. go camel, go camel camels. That's right. Uh, an absolute. Do you see what I just did? That was a tough one. It doesn't feel like he should hold that record, Mr. I triple. I, I wish you wouldn't have said that though, because I. But he's he's a triple double machine. Yeah, but the the joke on him is that he's Mr. Triple Single. But Get good job, out of you. Great job. That was something else. All right, let's go, <laughs> Fran and Massapequa. Fran, who adores the segment maybe more than anybody else. Good morning, Fran. Good morning, Dave. That was great. That was great. Um, I, I'm I'm a little upset that I, I want to know where your 50 losses are in uh, your record. I listen. Uh, I listen to the show. I, I don't. I can't. I, I don't. I never heard you lose 50 times well, over the I mean, last it year happens, or two. It happens two or three times a week, and you do it for enough weeks, and it adds up to 50. Yeah, you Let's seem not a lot focus on the negative, friend. Okay. Let's okay. focus on yes, the positive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love yeah. the segment. Great job as always. What met? What New York Met, what first place Met, what New York Met holds the record for five straight games with a home run in the regular season? What New York Met holds the record for five straight games with a home run during the regular season? Um, now, you said current Met? No. I was just throwing in first place because I love hearing that. Oh. What New York Met all time, what you know, of all years, what New York Met holds the record for five straight games with a home run only during the regular season, not the playoffs. Uh, see, Murphy could be that guy. Final answer? No, I'm oh, kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, for God's sakes. Um... You're a legend, Dave. You, you are the I man. Think, I, I got to throw might, that I in there. Well. get me here, friend. Uh, no, but, stop it. Don't say that until it's over, please. No, I can't, I can't even. I mean, it's not going to be a strawberry. Here's how this you'll is make my go. you'll make my month if I get you. you you're going to get it right. He's going to be of devastated, course. and then he's going to tell you you're a legend, and then you're going to keep him on for 30 seconds to tell you how good you are. That's what's going to happen. Ty, you're, you're half a legend. Day. You're not there yet, yeah, but you're, you're half, half a legend. legend. <laughs> That's good. Appreciate That's that. pretty good. But come on, Dave. This is the Mets. This is your wheelhouse. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I know it. I mean, I think of Daniel Murphy. Final um, answer. I hate when people say that. They try to trick you when they say that. They, you know. Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not. I can't even think. Um, I don't know. Oh my goodness! I might have stumped the great. No, I, think, I think you did, Dave Rothenberg. I can never say your name. Right, right. I'm not. There's no way this is gonna be right. This is an absolute guess. Oh, I know. Yeah, before you I even know, say no, the it's name. Not, it's not going to be right. It's not yes, going to be is. right. Yes, it is. Whatever you is, do that to me. 
If this is right, Fran, you will be the first caller on Stump Rotherwick forever. There's no way this is right. All right, you it's say a, that. It's All an right. absolute guess. Oh, my God. He's going to get it right. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'd exactly, Ty. He does that all the time to me. I don't know. I don't know. And then he throws I, out three names no and he throws out the right. winner. Bernard Gilkey. Oh, you got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, oh, my I God. I got it right. Uh, Richard Hidalgo. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Celebration. The man advances to round two. Richard Jose Hidalgo. Richard Hidalgo. Put him on hold. Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Dave, when you pulled over so you wouldn't fall asleep, you should have Fran from Massapequa on the phone with you. That guy will always keep you up. Trust me. Oh, he really will. What do you you got here, Chris? All right. So, uh, of all the people that had 50 homers in a season, right. Only one player struck out less than 50 times in the season that he had 50 homers. That's a, a good question. I got this um, one. I think it's Johnny Mize, who was 42, I believe. Final answer. Final answer. Very good, Dave. Good job. That's Thank unbelievable. You. I mean, that's... That's that's. Can you imagine that stuff he hit there. 51 home runs, I think, in 1947, and, 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 struck than... four, and struck out 42 times. So my guess was Babe Ruth. Uh huh. Wasn't a big strikeout guy. I got it wrong. That for you to pull that is insane. There are questions about you know the Google machine. Yeah. I've actually got a friend texting me right now. He's a big what, fan. So, you think of I, I, so I just I just Googled that immediately. No, no, no. He's a, he's prior to the segment. He's a big fan of yours. Right. Uh, my boy Corey, shout out to him, says that record goes out the window because 140 of those 263 wins are via Google. But I would argue, tough to Google that quickly with what you just did. I, I forget it. 1-800-919-3776. Corey, who probably shouldn't have had his name mentioned once, nonetheless twice, just a bad human being. We'll bad take one guy. more. Take one more. We'll break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. John L.A. John, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hello? Hello, John. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Dave. See, I'm already addicted to 32, my wife. I got to call Dave before then we could go throughout our weekend. But here oh, we go. <laughs> well, it's nice and early in L.A., so it works out well for you. Perfect. So since the All-Star game is in a couple of days, yeah. uh, Wilson and William Contreras are both brothers in the same All-Star game. When was the last time two brothers attended the, the All-Star game together in the same year? Good question. So the last time. Um, yes, I mean, the Boons did it, but are they the last ones to do it? <laughs> no, but both catchers. That's what I meant. Catchers, oh. brothers, senior. Oh, as catchers? Yes, sir. Um, oh, my God. Throw me here. Um, as catchers? So they're in the All-Star game at the same time as catchers? Yes, sir. Um, I actually got this uh, little, I mean, I got this little fact in from John Boy on Wednesday, and I was like, oh, I got to save that for days. It's <laughs> a good quest. Catchers. Um, My goodness. So I think the Boons did it clearly. Neither of them were catchers. 
father was a catcher. Gus Bell. Ed. Mel Hunt. God. Um. Catchers. I can't even think of, of any brothers that have been catchers together. I know the Boons did it. It's, this has to be... This has to be a long time ago. Um, I don't think I know the answer. Uh, I mean, the DiMaggio's, but they, those were not catchers. Oh, the Alomars. But Roberto was not a catcher. Sandy was a catcher. That's all I can think of. So I don't, I don't know the answer. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a you win this week. Yeah, no, no, Dave. You know what? Actually, that was my bad. It was the Alomars. It oh, was, but, but actually, but Rob, but Robert was the catcher. catcher. Exactly. I, but one of them was. I totally got it different. But I don't know. Is that half a point right there? No, it's not half a point. It's it's a nothing. It means we hang right up on you, John. And and we oh wish bad things. Wait. So how do we uh, score we, that? We don't score it at all. For those scoring at home, we just. I mean, what he should have said is the last. Uh, that's that's awful. But he he's, did say he's the trying Alamars. he's trying to ruin Stump Rothenberg. He said the Alamars to me on the phone. But but Robbie wasn't a catcher. No, I get that. I that, I guess that part he that little wrinkle he just decided to throw in there, but throw in there incorrectly. Yeah. Alright, I'm flummoxed now. I need a minute. So <laughs> let me towel off. All right, Rothenberg with you. We continue along with Stump Rothenberg, 1-800-919-3776. Because of the, just the messed up question, we're only two and one through three, correct? Yeah. Oh, we got we got to get we got to get moving here. Let's go to Chris on the Parkway. Chris, good morning. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Hi, Dave. How are you? Good, Chris. So my question for you is, for 14 seasons, David Wright wore number five for the New York Mets. What player wore number five before him? Hmm. Number five before right. <laughs> um. Number five. Who, who else has worn number five for the Mets? Like Hubie Brooks was not. Steve Henderson used to wear five. Olerud wore five. So, so we're thinking, right came up. So we're thinking early 2000s. Olerud was late okay. 90s. Was there anybody? Jeremy Burnitz wore five, but he was before that. Sayoshi Shinjo wear five? I think he did. Might be Shinjo. Are you that diabolical that you did be asking me a Sayoshi Shinjo question? Is, it, is, is that your final answer? <laughs> why, are you, why are you laughing? No, I don't know. That's all I can think of that ever wore five. Bernitz wore five. 
Steve Henderson wore five. Wright, of course, wore five. Olerud, I know, wore five. I think Shinjo might have, but you... Uh, I mean, uh, are you that diabolical? Even if I'm right, that's a that's a lousy question, Shinjo. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm a diabolical human being. It's Yoshi Shinjo. It, uh, well, you I'll take correct. it because I'm oh! correct. Exactly. All right, let's go to uh, Anthony and Mayapak. Anthony, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. How you doing, man? All right, who was the first player to win the home run derby on their home field? Oh my God. Um, when did the derby start? So the derby is. What year did it start? It's not, it's not that long ago. In the 80s, maybe? So who won the derby? And then remember, they used to have they used to have two winners, didn't they? Um. Oh God. Um. Did Ripken win it in Baltimore? I don't know that he did. Well, what's the question? The first one to ever do it? The first one to ever do it on their home field. How about Ryan Sandberg with the Cubbies? Final answer. No. Tino Martinez won one, I remember, but it wasn't at Yankee Stadium. Um, who else could it be? Vlad Guerrero won one, but that was, I remember that was at AT&T. Josh Hamilton won one, but that was at Yankee Stadium. Oh, God. Todd Frazier won one. Could be Todd Frazier at the Great American Ballpark. Judge won it, but it definitely wasn't at Yankee Stadium. Alonzo has not won it at City Field. All right, so I'm, I'm between Frazier and Sandberg. Oh, God. I'm going to... Go Sandberg, but if it's Frazier, I'm going to kick myself. Final answer. Yep, you got it. 1990, yes. Ryan Sandberg. Oh, yes. That was brilliant. <laughs> <sighs> he gave you the answer right away, too, so you didn't have to sweat it out once you saw it. All right, what do you, oh, geez. What do you want to do here? Uh, let's let's try to rip through some more of these real quick. All right. Uh, <sighs> uh, Luke in Connecticut. It's wrestling, so you'll probably get me on this. Luke, go ahead. You're on Stump Rothenberg. What's up, Dave? I mean, the now, fact that you, defense, that you ask me wrestling is really very weaselly every week. I, I I called in with a music question and Ty overrid me. So if All you right. want the music one, I'll give it to you. Ty, why are we not going bad, with this music question? It was a bad music question. And you know I'm a music guy. but And I, I, and you find this wrestling question to be better? It's 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 easier. All right. And it's much more interesting. All right, Wait, go ahead. You want to hear you want to hear them both? And you no, I want or? I want the I want the wrestling. I trust all my trust lies in Ty. I want the wrestling question. All right, no problem then. All right, Floyd Mayweather was featured in WrestleMania 24. Who do you fight? I don't know. 
was it was it a boxer or he or he, he no it was a wrestler what wrestler did he fight how would anybody possibly know this wrestling fans um Wrestling I fan, follow, boxing I fan. Don't follow wrestling. Yeah, but you also don't follow like follow boxing. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You think Rosenberg knows this? Of course he knows yeah. this. He was probably there. Yeah. I'm gonna say Ric Flair. Final answer. Sure. Uh, no, it wasn't the Nature Boy kid for us. It was the big show, Paul White or the Giant. Oh, the, the big show. The big show, Paul White. So the, all the right. Other, the other question was like, if you if you add all of Adele's albums, what number do you get? It was, it was a ridiculous yeah, question. That's a terrible question. All right, so put him on hold. He's part two. Let's, let's do the part twos here, Dave. All right, part twos now. Uh, let's go right back to, to Luke. Now, now we'll see who's smart, Luke. Go ahead. All right, I've been holding this one for six months. Uh, Cleveland Brown, Dennis Northcutt. Uh, I believe he's a Pac-10 or, or Pac-12 guy. Um, I believe he played at the University of Arizona. Final uh, answer. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah so why, you why got don't it. you take your little wrestling and shove it where the sun don't oh! Tremendous <laughs> knowledge. And now let's go to Fran in Massapequa. Have at it, Fran. What's up, buddy? Um, I'm not, I don't remember his first name, but the animal. I think it was Ken the Animal Bannister. It was Knicks. Ken, you played with Ken, the Knicks? Ken the Animal Bannister. Ken the Animal Bannister. God, I haven't thought about him. I think he went to St. Augs. That's my, that's my answer, St. Augs. I don't, I don't, I don't know where it was. Oh, I, come I, on, are you kidding me? <laughs> sorry. Well, I, I are you kidding me? Knows. Oh my God, what? that's that's correct. Though. You're saying oh! disaster. Uh, Indiana State, Trinidad State Junior College, and uh, Saint Augustine's. You're six and two, and Tom's uh, gonna have the, the question right before my five pack. All right, let's go, Tom. All right, Dave. So yesterday, Clayton Kershaw was the twenty. Uh, it marked the 21st time a pitcher had a perfect game bid of 7-plus innings since the last one was completed in 2012. There are four other pitchers that had a perfect game bid that have done it twice of 7 innings-plus since 2012. Name me two of those four. And Kershaw's one? No. I'm not counting Clayton Kershaw. You're not counting Kershaw. Um, there are four others besides Kershaw. I need the music. Give me the music. Um, perfect game through seven, you said? Yes, they've taken a perfect game bid through seven innings. Since when? S since 2012, the last perfect game by Felix Hernandez. I feel like I'm just going to be wasting time trying to think of this. I don't think I know this. Um, since 2012. Yes. I'd say Pedro Martinez, but I don't think he's since 2012. Uh, 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 I think Garrett Cole, maybe. I'm going to guess. Mm. Oh, this is going to kill you. But go ahead. Is it DeGrom? I'm going to guess Cole and DeGrom, but I'm, I'm really uncertain. You should be uncertain because that is wrong. Oh, yeah. feisty. Very nasty. <laughs> so you could have gone with Max Scherzer, Colby oh. Lewis, Rich Hill, or Madison Bumgarner. That's why it stinks. Yeah. 
It really does. All right. So I what ready? is that? What, what was that? Then? Six and three. Okay. Let's finish strong. All right. So you mentioned Donovan Mitchell. He's obviously uh, pretty popular here right now in the headlines. So let's go to the Donovan Mitchell draft in 2017. We okay. begin with big fan of the show, Lori Marketing. Arizona. There you go. Correct. <laughs> Former Net, another big fan of the show, all star, Jared Allen. Texas. Wow. There we go. Correct. <laughs> Uh, this is a tough one. OG Ananobi. Indiana. <laughs> I, th I thought it was tough. There we go. Uh, let's go with... Hmm, Semi Ojale. I think he went... I think he played for Larry Brown. Is he, is he an SMU guy? I think he... I think he registered at Duke. He might have played at Duke for a minute and then went to SMU matriculated at Duke and then did indeed go to SMU. Correct. And we will end with John Collins. John Collins. Ooh. No, I know it. I just have to think about him. Power forward John Collins. He went to Wake Forest. And you would be correct, my friend. Yes. Five pack, five, five pack, five. and you end at eleven and three. All right, so that's nothing to, to sneeze. But at. you it's sound disappointed. I don't like. Well, that. I didn't love some of the questions today. Well, I thought the questions. Even if I got them right, you know, not, not, I'm not blaming you. I think people need to be better. And the the the, the, the Alomar question upset me. So you're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Uh, today's New York Yankees injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedics, uh, Orthopedic Spine and Sports Medicine. So, uh, Luis Severino, I guess that's the big matzo ball here. Uh, a grade one lat strain on the IL, 15-day, and we wait and see. Now, remember, he's he's suffered from this in the past. He had a, a grade two lat strain previously a couple of years back and missed a lot of time. So you're just hopeful that it's not going to be extended. Uh, listen, if he gets shut down for three weeks and it means you get him healthy the rest of the season it is well worth that trade-off and that is the Yankees injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spawn and Sports Medicine Total Ortho Express is Long Island's premier orthopedic immediate care where no appointment is needed after all time doesn't heal wounds they do 1-800-919-3776 I think we need to get back to this Donovan Mitchell story and it feels like now we're very mixed. There's a lot of Knicks fans who are, let's do it, which is my take. And there seems to be plenty that are, wait, wait a minute now. I can't trade five ones. I can't. I mean, Obi Toppin, I can't, I can't include him. Uh, McBride, Grimes, quickly, these are pieces of my future. Now, Ty, you and I said we would run through the list of the top players in the NBA. So why don't why don't we do that? The top players in the NBA and where does Donovan Mitchell rank? And and you can get involved as well at one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll put a number on it and then we'll know. So you look at Donovan Mitchell as a top fifteen, seventeen, twenty, thirty, whatever player in the NBA. How does that sound to you? I love it. You you, you adore it. Yes, this is like I'm like a nerd when it comes to this, so it's right up. What do you, my what, alley. Do you what do you mean when it comes to this? Like rankings and lists. I, I love that. Well, I think you're going to stop when it, when it comes to this. Oh, okay. So you just Here's think I'm a nerd. Uh, I'm just saying. All right, so you ready? Takes one to know one. Let's do Are it. You gonna, I'm a nerd. Are you going to keep uh, 
are you going to keep track of us here? Yeah, of You're course. You're going to write something down? Yeah. All right, I'll, well, let's start out. Ready, Giannis. Giannis. That's one. Kevin Durant. Yes. Now, again, unlike the MVP award being really well-defined, let's define this. This is solely for next season, right? For next right? season. Okay. Which, by the way, I think there's a, there's a pretty unimpeachable top seven. And, and Katie Steph and Steph Curry. Correct. Jokic. Correct. All right. So he's clearly not going to be in top five because I think you have to have Embiid there as well. Yes. Uh, Jason Tatum. And don't uh, argue, please. And, and Wait. We're not doing any order. We're just saying top. Yeah, we're just naming okay. guys. Okay. Yes. Uh, Luka Doncic. Yes. All right, so now now we're at seven. Uh, can we put LeBron James in here? Of course, we have. To. Okay, so uh, we're putting Kawhi in here. Uh, we are. Okay, so and th- these are not even debatable, right? Yeah, those are not debatable. Uh, you'll give me John Morant. You're not going to give me a hard time. No, I'm not. Uh, Devin Booker, please don't give me a hard Correct. time. Correct. So so far we're we're kind of uh, we're together. We agree. We are. Uh, Jimmy Butler. He is there. That's twelve. So Donovan Mitchell is not a top twelve player. Now here's one. But I think is 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 the first one that's at least debatable. James Harden. Um, I have a couple names before I get to Harden. So can we just stash him for a bit? All right. So put Harden to the side. Fine. Carl Anthony Towns is a better player. Uh, you'd you'd yes. rather you stop it. You'd rather have Carl Anthony Towns than Harden. No. Than oh, Mitchell. Then, then Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Oh, that's debatable. That's so you fine. want to put him on the debatable too? Yeah, he's debatable. Uh, Trey Young. Uh... That, another debatable. Anthony Davis? Uh, he's better than Donovan Mitchell. Um, and now you start to get into very debatable range. Dame Lillard. Uh, he's a, he's better than Donovan Mitchell, yes. Unequivocally in your mind. Yes. Now, if you were playing the age game, then no. Then then you can have a conversation. Bradley with... Beal. No. Paul George. Yes. You think Paul George definitely better? Yes. He does it on both ends. Is there anybody else that I'm that I'm missing here that we could potentially put? I, I mean, I, I think I had a pretty good list, I think right? You had a pretty good list. I, I guess you can also argue CP3, though. Uh, CP3. I mean, but at, w- at what point do you start to look at age with him? I mean, he was top three in the MVP just a season ago, not this I, past season, but two years ago. But yes, the the age does certainly become a factor. Now, just because of of what he does off the court and never knowing, you, we can't put Kyrie Irving on here, right? And I don't think. I, I, I mean, just that's just just solely player. Man. Kyrie Irving is unbelievable. Yes, that's that's interesting because Ky- just Kyrie is just like you just don't know what you're getting. Like if you- there is there is no, if you told me I can have Donovan Mitchell or Kyrie Irving this coming season, I it would it wouldn't even be a thought <laughs> in my mind. It sounds- I would want I want nothing to do with Kyrie Irving. Nothing. I think it sounds crazy, but that's fair. Like if if I knew Kyrie was going to show up for seventy games and be all in, then then I yeah. Think if no I question. but you don't know. You just don't I'm know. not rolling the dice. Yeah. Ben Simmons is an absolute yeah. no way. So uh, so here Zach we. Zach Levine. No, I I'm th- just throwing out names. I don't think they're better. Like Bam Adebayo. No. Jalen Brown. No. Chris Middleton. Mm-mm. Um, you mentioned Chris Paul. I just think at some point age really catches up with him. Pascal Siakam. I think you could. All right, here's one for you. Zion. See, it's a, the injury question. I mean, we haven't seen him play. He's on that Greg Oden trajectory now. Maybe next year it corrects itself, but it's hard to really put him above Donovan at this point. All I right, think so Pascal, that, Pascal Siakam's in the conversation as well. So but, who do we, who do we, who did we say definitively is so better? So we've got Durant, Giannis, LeBron, Lucas, Steph, Kawhi, Jokic. 
We've got Embiid, Dane, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, John Morant, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis. Uh, so how many is that? Uh, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. All right. So best case scenario, he's 16. Best case now, scenario. Now give me the guys that we, we threw to the side and say let's bring them back later. We threw Cat in there. I would take, I, for me personally, I would take Carl Anthony Towns. We got James Harden. I, I don't think I would. I, I don't I, think I, I can. I can't do, I can't stand James Harden. Maybe I'm, I'm jaded by my dislike of him, but I, I wouldn't want Harden. Yeah, uh, we've got Chris Paul. I mean, if Chris Paul gives you another year that he's capable of, then you'd say Chris Paul, but at some point, age is going to catch up with him. Zach Levine was an all-star last year. No, I think I, think I would go Mitchell. And Pascal Siakam. I love I love Pascal Siakam, but I think I would go Donovan over him. <laughs> how how old is Chris Paul? Uh, Thirty-seven. He's still so good, though. By the way, there are people in the jazz media listening to this show feeling disrespected. How so? Because we haven't mentioned Rudy Gobert, and no, we know uh, Rudy they Gobert. Love... I like Rudy Gobert, but he's not better than Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but they love the uh, box plus minus. I mean, all of the the metrics love Rudy Gobert, but I agree he's not better than Donovan. And Mitchell. I like him a lot. I think he's a little overrated, but sure. Um, so best case scenario, he's he could be sixteenth. You could there is an argument that he's the sixteenth best player. Okay, in so I get, so we we've now defined it for you. You have a chance to get a. The, is it fair to say the sixteenth to twentieth best player yes. in the world? He's in that sixteen to twenty one range. All right. So oh, you have a, Trey, a also, chance Trey, to get the sixteenth. Trey's another to, guy. Who? Trey Young. And Trey Young's another one that, yeah. that I think is a very fair argument. You have a chance to get the sixteenth to twenty first best player in the world. Uh, let let let's set the the trade up for you for five ones. McBride, Fournier, and Toppin. Is this a trade worth doing? Or you could even like lay out five or six of these guys and you can let them choose the three they want. But Fournier has to be one of those. So Fournier, and then they, they can pick and match two or three of those other guys. 